Hello, everybody. Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. And I'm Nick Amaral. And welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, the podcast dedicated to you, the instructional technology coach. If you are in charge of professional development in your school district, this is the podcast for you. Welcome to episode number 17. Today, we're talking all about how you can choose the best presentation topics for your school. And, you know, we're at that time, Nick, where... You know, the school year is a couple weeks old. We're getting into it, and it is that time for tech coaches to start doing those Monday meetings. You, uh, you're not a stranger to this. You do those Monday meeting presentations, don't you, Nick? No, absolutely, Jeff. Today, we're going to be going through this whole idea of what kind of topics to do, how to choose them, and what can your, your, your students, I always say students, Nick, but it's really what can your staff members get over that? But before we get to that, I want to talk a little bit about last week's episode. We did our tech coach Q&A and Nick, we got some good feedback and comments. It seems like people like the episodes where we take their questions. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, unfortunately, I, you know, listening to it and talking to our teachers, um, you know, I wish that we could have gone on and on. I think there was so much to be able to cover. But I know just talking to people that they like being able to kind of dish out via Twitter or whatever some questions that they have and just allowing you and I some time to just riff on those questions and, uh, you know, answer things that just all tech coaches and and teachers uh, have. And of course, we want to have your questions coming in to us. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at Ask the Tech Coach. And of course, you can always email us your questions over at feedback at teachercast.net. That's feedback at teachercast.net. We are putting together these Q&As probably once every month, month and a half or so, just because we are here for you guys and we want to make sure that we are creating the show that you guys want us to create. So if there's something on your mind, if there's something bothering you, or heck, if there's just a topic that you'd like us to cover, reach out to us on Twitter, ask the tech coach, or by email over at feedback at teachercast.net. Nick, before we go any farther, I want to remind everybody that today's episode is sponsored by our Ask the Tech Coach Mastermind. That's right. We are starting our Ask the Tech Coach Mastermind on October the 10th, and we are going to be offering a great discount. Nick, by the way, what is a mastermind? People were asking me that question last week. <laughs> so this is going to be a fun thing. I, you know, it's going to be a collaborative group, um, aka the mastermind, where we get together and we uh, share ideas, uh, we collaborate, we lesson plan, we, um, you know, answer questions that we have all the time. It's just a nice group to be able to fall back on and to get really some exclusive uh, time with you and I as well. Now, there is a, a value to all of this. And before we tell you guys what we're doing here and how this whole thing works, we had to make a decision here, right? Can we do this for free or do we do this for a little bit of value here? And we decided that we wanted to do this for a value because of this reason. If we do things for free, and you guys know this, sometimes we don't follow through, right? Like if you give something away for free, maybe you just kind of stick it in the email and it goes away, much like many of the downloads and stuff that we get. We are offering you guys as listeners of this podcast, and Nick, you have to be a listener because it's the only place that you can get this code, a free $50 coupon to this mastermind. Now, we're running an eight-week mastermind. Okay, that's going to be starting in October and it's going to end just after the holidays in uh, right after Thanksgiving here. It is a $300 mastermind. But by listening to this, you can get $50 off by using the coupon code 
TC50. That's TC50. And to sign up today, you can go over to teachercast.net slash askthetechcoachmastermind. We want to know what you guys are thinking about, but we want to also tell you the value here. First of all, it, for all of that, you get access for our eight-week mastermind coach to be in our exclusive team of tech coaches where we're giving you guys not only two video conferences, two meetings a month where you can get peer-to-peer conferencing, but you also get in our exclusive free lesson plans and you also get our exclusive free templates. Nick, talk to us a little bit about our templates and our lesson plans that you can get for signing up. Yeah, they're going to be, uh, you know, lesson plan ideas that are not just things for tech coaches themselves, but the idea of things you can also take back to your school that your teachers can use, that they can turnkey and use with their students. So they're kind of foolproof, you know, uh, incorporating technology uh, in a way that's just easy to understand and gets right to the kind of the task and the skill. Same thing with the templates. They're going to follow that same kind of pattern. Absolutely. We have partnered up with the S'more company. You guys know S'mores. Everybody here likes S'mores. We are creating downloadable and give and free um, exclusive lesson plans that you can only get by signing up and joining our mastermind. And Nick, of course, we mentioned that you guys uh, were going to be doing two video conferences a week. We're yep. going to probably be doing those for what, an hour and a half, two hours maybe. We're going to be you yeah, know, sure. getting together and really, really diving into what is a tech coach? How are we going to help you guys? It's going to be an opportunity for you guys to bring your, your, your curriculum to life. That way we can all help you with that in a positive and friendly learning environment. And it's all designed to help your program grow. You're also going to have access to our private Ask the Tech Coach Facebook group, Nick. And we're doing some pretty cool things with that because there's some new features in Facebook groups with learning modules and badging and different things like that. We're excited to get that started, but that's not all you're going to get for your value here. We also have a bonus exclusive Ask the Tech Coach podcast episodes. Nick, tell us a little bit about some of the things that we're going to do with these bonus podcast episodes. Yeah, this is going to be a great chance for us to kind of speak to some of these edtech companies, right? And and get, you know, word of mouth from maybe people such as uh, Breakout EDU or S'more themselves and be able to kind of sit down and have a discussion with these groups. And these aren't going to be topics that you're going to find on TeacherCast. These are going to be topics that are exclusive to our Mastermind members. And not only are we going to be doing bonus exclusive podcast episodes for you, but we're also going to be delivering bonus exclusive written content, written downloads, different kinds of blog posts that are specifically going to be designed for you guys. Now, again, we said $300 for the course and we thought, well, you know, that that does seem like a lot, but it is an eight week course. And just for you guys for listening to this show, we are giving you guys a $50 off coupon by going over to teachercast.net slash ask the tech coach mastermind to sign up and using coupon code TC50. But Nick, that's actually not all that they get because we're announcing today for the first time a uh, an online course, a free online course, all for that value. Nick, tell us a little bit about the online course we're developing. Yeah, so it's going to be you know a five-week uh, online course uh, and basically about using learning management systems as Very a popular topic. topic. Yeah, definitely. Um, and... You know, we're going to touch on Google Classroom. We'll touch on Schoology. We can touch on Canvas. We'll be a variety, but the idea just how do you use and manipulate the learning management system to do what you want it to do in your role. Now, let's just kind of wrap this up here, Nick. 
Go over to teachercast.net slash askthetechcoachmastermind. Sign up today. You can use the promo code TC50 to get $50 off of the event, bringing it down to only $250. That's like 100 and change a month. That is absolutely nothing. But what do you get? You get membership in our Tech Coach Mastermind. You get peer-to-peer mentoring. We're going to do two monthly video collaboration meetings. You're going to get the five-week online course all about learning management systems. You're getting the free lesson plans, free templates, bonus podcast episodes, bonus blog posts and also access to our private Facebook group. Nick, this sounds like a pretty darn good deal. And I got to tell you, over the last two weeks, we've had more than 50 tech coaches sign up to be a part of this. We want you guys out there to be a part of this. We're looking to basically whittle this down to about 15, 20, 25 or so tech coaches. Nothing big, but just a nice little family that we're going to have for the next eight weeks. Again, we're starting our first meeting on October the 10th which is the last day, by the way, that you can use the coupon code. So check that out. But we're going to be running it October 10th to the end of November. We want you over there. Teachercast.net slash AskTheTechCoachMastermind. Sign up today with the coupon code TC50. Hey, Jeff. uh, So I heard you did some exciting things this weekend. Uh, Can you elaborate a little bit on what you did? Sure. Uh, This weekend was the fourth annual MAP. Now, it's not a geography thing. MapCon stands for Mid-Atlantic Podcast Convention. Our good friend Joe Pardo, uh, Joe's been on our our podcast a couple times now, um, is the creator and developer of MapCon. It happens in South Jersey every single year, so it's a great Philly-based event. And, uh, you know, a couple hundred people showed up. And this year, I did a, a presentation called 10 Things to consider when redesigning your website. I've been doing a lot of website projects, working with a lot of educators and tech coaches on their websites. And uh, we just launched an entire post. We put the video up of our presentation of 10 things to consider when redesigning our website. Because you know people don't think that the best way to redesign their website is with a piece of paper. And so I have a link here on our show notes. Again, this is Ask the Tech Coach, episode number 17. But of course, you can find out all the information over at educationalpodcasting.today, where you can find out more information about, you know, creating your own podcast, how to make a website design. But Nick, it was a great time because, you know what, it wasn't an educational conference. So it's always great to get out to non-teacher type things and just see how the real world does it. Do you get a chance to get out to to non-educational things a lot? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, just thinking about that, I mean, I think there's a lot of useful, you know, uh, information from that to see how professionals in other fields are utilizing websites and website design. Uh, I always think of that with my students, you know, when they're blogging or things like that or designing their own websites, how can you take what some of these famous, you know, Airbnb, which does a pretty cool job on how they design their website and, and the reasoning behind it? How do you utilize what some of these companies are doing to sell you their product? How can you get your information or whatever the you're trying to sell out to your audience so pretty neat way to uh from what you did to take part in an event like that it's it was pretty nice like i said this was our fourth time doing it and i learned a lot it was it was great to get out and, and you know we always call it the real world but sure. i want to say a big shout out to mapcon you can always go over to mid-atlantic podcast convention um you know do the do the google box and see what's going on there but uh, check out that video we're g- certainly going to be having it in the teacher cast newsletter over the next couple weeks now nick it is time to talk about today's topic what is our tech tip of the week. 
Yeah, so our tech tip really relates to today, and it's just the idea, it kind of bounces back to what we talked about maybe a podcast or two ago, but utilizing the information you gather from your uh, staff reflections or the data you pull from assessing your teachers and making sure that whatever's the most glaring need or want, start with something like that. Uh, And best, if that also kind of touches on a district goal. Um, or building goal, then you're kind of killing two birds with one stone there. But uh, then that becomes kind of your go-to um, presentation or workshop to run, number one. And it's important. It's an important topic right now because Absolutely. so many people want to get into tech coaching because they like to talk. They like to get and do presentations. They go to ed camps. They go to ISTE. They, they want to get into that scene. They think, oh, I want to be a tech coach. And, and I got to tell you, I thought that way too four years ago when I started. And then you realize that first presentation, then you go, this is not an ed camp. This is, <laughs> no. this is your job. This is sure. not, you know, people in the room who necessarily want to be there. These are people that are forced to be there because, again, maybe it's a Monday afternoon and they're, you know, every Monday they go to this thing. And then you realize that, you know, they're not coming to see you. They're coming because they need to spend the time and the hours right nick yeah absolutely you know our you know we have i know i you know district i work for we have a specific pd requirement that teachers need to uh to earn and obtain um every year so you know there's there's a need that they need to go there and do that and it may not necessarily just be the fact that they want to see my face right so how do i make it interesting and engaging during the time that i have them and, and keep them most attentive but also make it worthwhile well, we, we, you know, we talk a lot about weekday versus weekend, right? Now, traditionally, yeah. if you say weekend, I'm just going to use the word ed camp as the vernacular, but it could be a teach meet or an, an ISTE mm-hmm. or a, an FETC or something like that, right? But, but, you know, what is a weekend PD, right? You come up with your calendar. You come up with your courses. You're all prepared. You go. People look at a board. They see what you are. And whether you have five or 50, they want to have your topic. And they know that if they don't like your topic, they can get up and walk away. That's right. Weekday <laughs> professional development, it's a little different, isn't it, Nick? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this could be mandated by your district or your building. And, uh, you know, that's something that maybe they're told they have to attend or, you know, they have to go to because they know that earns hours for their district. I, you know, I know there's a lot of districts now that are um, – switching on the idea that they may or may not give you hours during the contract day to teachers. So if that's a need, that means they have to go after school hours or try to maybe attend, um, you know, a, a conference on a weekend if they can. Some districts may not even give those hours for that. So, you know, really it becomes weekday becomes that all important where, you know, they have to do it. Um, so, so how do we get the most out of it? Right. So how do we get the most out of it? It really comes down to choosing that topic, right? Sure. I want to take a look at this in two different ways. Topics you choose and topics that are chosen for you. All right. Let's just kind yeah. of take a look at the topics that you choose. I mean, you know, you might say, Nick, I want to go t- teach about, you know, Google Slides animations because that's fun. And I think mm-hmm. people are going to enjoy that. Right. Yep. How would you go about proposing something like that to your administration, right? Because these are meetings that are set up by the principal, right? Right. Yep. And you are essentially both the dog and the pony, right? So how do you go and say to somebody, hey, here's a great topic or here's something I've noticed with the staff? Yep. I I think, you know, it starts with what are their wants? You know, I think if I can back 
what I'm trying to present to my administration, what, what my proposal is, if I can back it with data and information. Here's an assessment. I assess my staff. The number one need or want, according to them, is they want to learn about escape rooms or digital breakouts. Great. If that's what their current need or want is, and that kind of is, is a bulk of the, of the assessment data that I got back, then that's what I propose. And I say, look, by running this workshop once, I can engage them and hook them in. Who knows what's going to happen after that? How many more times or workshops will is it going to take in order to get them to be able to run their own breakout EDU or design their own digital version? So I think, me, you have to have that data, that information in the your back pocket in order to go to your administration. Now, it's interesting that you say you show them the data. Does that mean, Nick, and I'm going to go back an episode or two, does that mean that you open up your Google Calendar? <laughs> um, not necessarily. You know, I think you could do that. But no, I think to me, it's about the uh, it's about the assessment information. You know, if I can show them how many teachers have requested a certain PD or a topic or maybe just the thought. I mean, I, I get teachers that come up every once in a while. Hey, I attended this conference at this local school or on this Saturday, whatever it is. And I saw this presenter or heard about this presenter talk a little bit about, you know, again, let's just say breakouts, EDU or escape rooms. Can you elaborate? Can I work with you now to design one? And that gives me a jumping off point to go with. Well, now we always have these spots, right? Like you are the puppy and you want to do a sure. digital breakout and you go to your principal, administrator, whatever, and go, let's try this. I think this is going to be good. And then your administrator says, no, we have a district admission, a, a district yeah. initiative to sure. learn about this particular topic. We need you to go do this. Now, we've all been in this situation out there, and I know every tech coach is, is shaking their head going, yes, where yep. the, the administrator, administrator says, Nick, I want you to teach on this. And you go, I have no idea anything about that topic, but you have to go, okay, that yep. works for me. Yeah. And, and definitely, I mean, first and foremost, what is your job, right? And who do you report to? And, right. and if that's the information and that's what you need to do, then, then so be it. I, I think you kind of have to run that. I mean, if there's a way though, to work with the administration to, here's one thing that I liked about, you know, my district. One of the things is, is when we pick a, what of our objective, our objectives and initiatives, our goals district wide, um, and we don't really pick them building wide, we pick them district wide, but they're kind of elaborate. Elaborate in the sense that student engagement is a goal of ours. Um, wellness is a goal of ours. Uh, blended learning or differentiation could be goals of ours. But there's such balloon umbrella ideas that I can really pick and choose what I want under that. If, if, if I'm trying to hit on student engagement as my district initiative and goal, Flipgrid as a topic in a workshop to cover is a great idea because that's going to be, well, how am I engaging students? That could be an app to do it, but it could also be about gamification. I'm going to run a workshop on gamification because that's how, or a way to engage students in the classroom. So I think you have to kind of work with administration to, to figure out ways to best take their ideas to meet yours. Um, but what happens if it, it like, okay, we've, we've been in the situation. Somebody comes sure. to you and says, Nick, next week we have this district initiative yeah. on virtual reality. I want you to do a virtual reality thing. And Nick's going, I've never touched virtual reality. Sure. Then we got to reach out. I mean, I, I, I know I do. And, and you have to run the topic. Um, you know, I, I'm, 
being creative with the workshops that I run, but I also was just recently asked to, uh, to, to push out and roll out some new iPads in a, in a, in a mobile initiative to get teachers a little bit more mobile in the classroom. It's a great idea. I, I kind of like the idea, but, but I did have my game plan on the workshops that I wanted to run. So, so now it's about, Hey, let me reach out to some people and see how did you roll out your initiative? What do you think about iPads? What were some of the struggles with your teachers? Um, gather that information. And then, and then I use that to kind of turn back, uh, turn key as well to my staff. So, How about you? I mean, let's talk about you. Uh, district initiatives or goals or things like that. How do you feel talking to your administration and, and where does it go? How do you make that decision between what you need to do and what you want to do? I, I love it, really. Um, you know, we, and we talk a lot about this. You know, Nick, Nick and I have our own little mastermind, you know, usually in the car on the way up in the, uh, you know, in the morning. But, you know, uh, yes. For instance, we have our first PD day coming up. One of the things that I'm going to be working on with all of our staff is on this particular app. And it's, you know, it's obviously it's our job to make sure that every single teacher gets trained in that app because A, we purchased it, B, it's important, C, we're in a one-to-one -one environment, all these different things, right? But it really comes down to, okay, what can we do here to either just get it out mm -hmm. or to... And I don't want to say have fun doing it, right? Because it really all comes down to how are you going to set this up? Nobody wants to be out there on a Monday, you know, when they don't need to be there on a Monday, right? And if you walk in and go, okay, guys, look, I know we have to learn about virtual reality. Let's just get through this. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make you look good. That doesn't make the topic look good. And they know that that topic is being pushed down on you. So you're not representing the people you're representing well. Sure. No. And I think, and you know what, you're talking about making it fun. I don't think that's a, you know, a bad way to look at it. And I mean, it's the same way teachers go about lesson planning, right? right. So, and this kind of rolls into really the design aspect of workshops is how do we start a workshop? How do we begin a workshop? What, right. Where do we go with that? And I think that's the lesson plan phase. That's, and, that's the, back, the backbone of what we're doing. And for me, that was a huge transition, right? Like we can go to an ed camp and we can give 25 Chrome extensions and walk away and everybody loves it because they're taking our slides and they're having fun with it, right? Yep. But if you walk in on a Monday and you're doing 25 Chrome extensions, you're never going to win a friend. No, absolutely you not. You can do two Chrome extensions and still not win a friend, right? Because they want one Chrome extension. How does it work? Show me an example. Give me a lesson plan. And yes, of course, that could work at, a, at an ed camp. But sure. you're not going to do an ed camp session called um, Screencastify 101. Right. You're going to say yeah. five different Chrome <laughs> extensions for doing screencast, right? So it's a little bit different. I mean, whenever I'm planning out for Mondays, I know that I've got... As an example, I've got kindergarten teachers and I got fifth grade teachers. How are you going to entertain both of them? You got to be prepared for that. You can't really meet in the middle because you know that you've got all these different things going on here. But it is really about getting the resources that you need before you need them. And I've, I've you know, I've learned this one. Don't take anything for granted. If you if you need your teachers to have Chromebooks. Email them ahead of time. Please bring sure. this. We're doing this. That way, at least you give them an idea, right? Because, you know, they've gone through the weekend. It's Monday. It's 3 o'clock. The last thing that they want to do is to come in and go, oh, I got to go back to my class and get something. No, absolutely. So, I mean, if, if we're going to recap then, if we're going to talk about what do we need to do before the session or the workshop, um, I guess what we're saying is we want to make sure we have the resources and we reach out to the teachers in order to to 
let them know exactly what they need to bring right is first and foremost right also lesson planning and, and designing the workshop beforehand coming up a way like you said to make it fun to make it engaging uh to make it interactive um and whatever supplies i guess you need right in order to pull this off and, and just an aside here nick you had mentioned something and this is something that I, I i do but i don't necessarily share do you create a lesson plan like a formal lesson plan for yourself? Or, I mean, I know you, obviously you have an idea and an outline yeah. of things, but I mean, you know, I always like to, you know, like the teachers need to know I am a teacher too. Yeah. I do a lesson that this is just like teaching English or social studies. Here is the lesson plan. Yep. And, you know, here are the standards that I follow. I mean, I, I, I some, not every time, but sometimes I do full blown lesson sure. plans because. But at least for me, you know, then I know this stuff, especially, and I, and I do that a lot on topics I don't know. Because sure. that's how I start to learn things. What do you think about that? No, no, I agree. I do the same thing. I don't know if it's as elaborate as, you know, when we were in college and, and we designed lesson plans or even as some teachers do now. But I think it is pretty much the layout of what I want. I mean, I have a, a design a workshop kind of uh, template that I follow that has some type of hook or engaging interactive piece. Um, I always like to try to build in time for teachers to work together or in small groups, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other piece to me is time to play. So after I've kind of given them that quick direct instruction, where's time for them to try it out, to try the skill out on their own um, and time to play and create. And then we kind of reflect on, hey, let's just share what we did sort of deal. So yeah, I have a go-to and I try to fill in those, those blank areas um, when I'm coming up with my workshops and designing. So let's talk about during the session. I found that the best PDs for Mondays are step by step. Take this out, hit this button, let's do this, let's do that. I've also found that the best way to handle that is by doing slides where there's more screenshots rather sure. than hoping that the technology in the room allows me to check out different things. I'll yep. make sure that the slide deck literally has screenshot after screenshot. Even if I do decide to do a live demo, at least I have a slide deck that they can go off of or, you know, if, if needed, I can show them. Yeah, I do the same thing. I, I like to have a slide deck pretty much with every workshop I run, even if it's not me just sitting up there, which I try not to, of just talking. Uh, same thing. I just try to m mimic and model what, what some of the expectations are for the teachers. Um, but I like having the slide deck because to me, that's also a resource after, which is like, you know, hey, here's everything we kind of talked about our resources. They're here. They're in this presentation style that you can go slide by slide um, and get to. But, I, for, you know, during the session for me, I always try to build in these check in points where it's like, hey, maybe there's a quick here's 10 minutes of direct instruction followed by of me kind of doing a guided tour with them, followed by. Now you got 10 or 15 minutes to try this out and create or do something with it. Uh, you know, I used to get a little creative. I used to call them little jam sessions or things like that, where they get together with a couple, find another partner or two, and then they all got to do this task and show me that they can do it or, or create it. And um, But I also like to build in that time to play. And that's just another thing during the session that I like to try. But what do you do if you give them time to play and they're just sitting there talking? <laughs> well, that's where the jam sessions have sort of worked out for me. Uh, they, be they came about because of that idea idea where it was instead of just saying hey all right now you've got 20 minutes to do and create and try out what we've talked about and then you know they're not um and then you start you know rotating around and facilitating the workshop and then you know there's nothing that some can show this became where it became a task and then it was like hey all right find a partner or create a small group one person create a google doc and share it out with the rest next thing i need to you to come up with some in 10 minutes come up with a fun lesson plan idea where you can incorporate a b and c um now they don't 
have that opportunity because now they know there's a task at hand. They see other teachers getting up or teachers have to work together. Um, I think it, to them, it also feels like it's a need, something that's need. They, they're told and sort of need to do. So that's worked out. So I will say the open playtime has sort of now merged itself into, into these little jam uh, sessions. So here we are on a Saturday. We do an EdCamp session, or we did a, we do a MapCon session like we just did. Mm -hmm. And at the end, everybody who registers for the course gets an email from me that says, hey, what did you think? Give me a little bit of feedback, yeah. right? The problem is on a Monday, if you decide to do that, they just might tell you what they think of your presentation. <laughs> Yeah. Which is different than, you know, once you're gone, they talk to the principal about you. You know, sure. some, everyone's going to have their opinions. But but what is your thoughts on that? Do you do you do you gather feedback? Do you care? Is that just an ego thing? What uh, do you do at the end of this? Because, you, know, you know, I do. I do. I like to gather feedback. I like to try to give that time if I can. Um, I don't have to do it all the time. I don't do it all the time. But when there is time, I try to do it at the end before they leave. I try to get that information right then and there. And is that a Google Doc? or form? Uh, I use Google a Form. Yeah, usually a quick Google Form. I mean, if it's just one thing, maybe one question. Um, you know, how would you evaluate? Maybe you know. Sometimes I open with a quick one question, and I may end with the same question to see how the their skills have changed. Right. I may use like a poll everywhere, do something like that. But traditionally, uh, if it's two or three questions, usually a Google form. See, I, I like to do the you know, and I, I do this a lot when the administrator is in the room. Hey guys, mm -hmm. was this helpful? Right? Sure. Because if it wasn't, you're gonna get eh. yeah. And if it the was, you're gonna get up, yeah. thumbs down. Right. Yeah. So, uh, definitely. And, and that's, you know, because nobody wants to, uh, you know, four o'clock on the dot, you're getting ready to go. Everybody wants to get out of there and you're like, hey, here's a Google form. <laughs> no, or you're going to say, yeah, why don't you fill it out later? Because the, they don't care, you know, like it's yep. not that big of a deal. And so, I think so much of it is, is gauging, you know, right. your audience. Yep. Now, do you treat your Mondays like your Saturdays where you say, okay, here's a freebie go walk away much, much like, you know, like this podcast, right? Like, you know, for listening to this or coming to our show notes, you can get a free download each week. We, you know, by the way, if you guys are listening to this out here and you haven't checked out our show notes over at askthetechcoach.com each week, just about, I think it's each week. We always yeah. have a free download. You can go to the show notes, put, you know, put your name and email in, tell us that you love us and we give you a free download. Definitely. Uh, and I, I do. I will say that I try to do that. Again, it's not something I do every single time. Um, I should get better at that and try to give something away. Um, but I try to get them to walk away with something by the end. So I, that, I've just been something I always like the idea of, hey, can you come up with a way to use this tool or you know, a, a quick outline of a lesson or unit that maybe you can incorporate this into? I try to do something like that where I get them brainstorming, um, not necessarily maybe creating an entire new newsletter or something like that. Um, but I, I do, I think that's an important piece. If they have something that they can take away that they can start, but then they haven't necessarily finished, that gives you more room now as the tech coach to, Hey, reach back out. Hey, you want to continue that lesson plan or that, or that thing you were creating? Now we have a staff portal and on that staff portal, I have all of my, all of my lessons. I have all my classes that I do. I have all my Monday meetings that way. If they ever want to go back and look at it, it's there, right? And I also try to use that as a model for what I want my teachers to teach with. What do you suggest? Do you have a place where you put all of your, maybe not your lesson plans, but I mean, if I was going to teach a Schoology course, can the teachers go back and access those slide decks of yours? 
Yeah, so I, I, you know, I definitely used to do that. Um, it's just a matter. Of, <laughs> well, I think it's a matter of updating it all the time for me. Um, I do. I do have a lot of old stuff via our um, site slash uh, Schoology. What I started was merging some of those things over, um, just because I'm continuing trying to just keep everything to one hub, one house. You know, one hub for that the teachers can can go and get everything. But I do. I have links to old slide decks. A lot of times, though, I give out Bitly presentations. Mm. So I put out the bit.ly link and that's attached to the Google slide. And then they always have that. Um, so they get in two, two places. I will say for the most recent stuff, it's been the bit.ly links though. So it's, so you sound a little bit more organized. <laughs> well, well, but, but this is, this is kind of how this is the teacher cast effect, right? Sure. Like, you know, yeah. everybody wants something like, for instance, if you guys are listening to this and you go to teachercastuniversity.com, you'll see all of my presentations. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm slowly converting them to, you know, again, as I as I redo them, I redesign yep. the page. Yep. Um, some of them are open for everybody and some of them are please give me your name and email. And, you know, I, I, I collect a newsletter that way. Um, it's different. Right. Again, this whole idea of weekend versus weekday. I've never been to an ed camp where people are staring at their watch. Sure. Now, the nice thing about everybody having a Chromebook is that they don't have to stare at their watch. It's just always right there. But but for the person who's doing this for the first time or me, (laughs) what do you do when you're so pumped up to share? And a lot of it is, you know, this is an ed camp. These aren't strangers. These are your peers. These are the people that are in the lunchroom with you that know you as the tech coach. This is your turn to shine. Yeah, I got to be honest. I get nervous. When I do these, I get much because it's right. It's it's my boss. It's my principal. It's my school district. I've always said I can get up in front of a thousand people at ISTE and give a presentation without a problem. But 20 people in a faculty room, that's (laughs) scary for me. So what do you do when you get nervous in front of your peers? And what do you do if you're sitting there and they look at their watch constantly? Yeah, you know, I got. I guess I have two go-to things for me. One is, um, I like the foundation of of the um, of ed camps, right? But the idea that they build in those let's let's talk models, um, I think that's a great way. I think that discussion interaction where people can share and really just have this conversation back and forth. I try to build that in, even if that's when you feel there's a low point in the workshop to. Um, so literally just having a Q&A session. I think when you start round robbing and round robbing and going around that way, everyone starts to jump in. I think that's a way to break the ice. My other thing is, again, um, is those interaction, those group interactions, the, the from the jam sessions to a quick poll everywhere. I just used to take things I did in the classroom, right? I treat it like students. It's the same way, you know, the students when I taught, you know, trying to build the lesson around how often is it moving? And if it keeps moving, there's less downtime. If there's less downtime, then I'm trying to keep more people uh, on task. And I try to do the same things, facilitating with the, with the uh, teachers. How about you? It's it's just different, right? I, I find because I'm always doing something that's going to, you know, keep me going, right? Like I, I, I'm yeah. a presenter with energy, and I'm a presenter. Literally, it's on the fly. Yes, I might have a great lesson plan, but I always, you know, it's 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 the music mentality. Once you know the score, you throw it out and you just wave your hands, mm-hmm. right? You just kind of let it fly here, and that's why for me, it's always important to reflect at the end of this you know and again i i have six buildings nick has two buildings um i would assume nick that there are times where you give the same presentation in each building and you go okay what worked what didn't work and for each of those questions was it me was it them 
Was it the day before a holiday? Did the did the Wi-Fi not work? You know, like, I got to do a, this presentation six times. Sure. And some of the sessions are with five people, and some of them are with a building, and some of them are with multiple, multiple, multiple high school departments, right? Yep. What can you do to give the same presentation differently? Right. Well, and I think maybe for me, that's where having nine podcasts come in. You're doing, <laughs> you're always doing the same thing, but coming at it from different points of view. But it's it's okay. Um, teaching a specific app to the phys ed department is different than teaching that same exact district initiative app to a bunch of kindergarten teachers. Yeah, definitely. And, and it's the same way. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I, if I have that time in between or a day in between when I'm when presenting from one building to the other, it's, you know, how did it go? What was their feedback? Uh, did I hit all the goals? Did I even hit the main goal that I wanted? I mean, just like you were talking about, you know, I try to be energetic. I try to be engaging in there. Um, but I also like to go off in the directions where that the staff want to take it. Um, just like students. And sometimes it gets off, off task and you move in an opposite direction than what you anticipated. But, you know, did I hit, was the learning goal met? And, and if they can walk out with the, Hey, I've tried out this tool and, I'm able to do this and this with it, or I have a better understanding of what blended learning or gamification or whatever other topic is, um, then so be it. Then yeah, my learning goal was met. And now I have an opportunity to say to myself, okay, what can I do to speed it up or, or get, you know, whatever the main need was back in their hands a little bit more. You know, Nick, we've gone through this topic now for the last 25 minutes, half an hour yeah, or so. And there's so, so much many to talk questions about. to talk about. <laughs> This is the reason why we're creating our Ask the Tech Coach Masterclass, right? And there's so many different things that we're going to be able to do. If you guys out there have questions like this and really want to deep dive into these conversations, then head on over to teachercast.net slash askthetechcoachmastermind. Like I said, you can use the the coupon code TC50, TC50, to get a $50 uh, coupon off of the purchase price of this mastermind. Nick, let's just kind of round this up one more time. What does everybody get for signing up for our mastermind? Yeah, so they're going to get, you know, a membership to this exclusive team of tech coaches, including you and I, um, some peer to peer mentoring, which is great uh, Two monthly. This is mandatory. They're definitely going to get this two monthly video collaboration meetings, part of the five week online course of on learning management systems, um, some free lesson plans, some free templates, a positive learning environment where they can kind of collaborate with us and others. And then some bonus content, the exclusive Ask the Tech Coach podcast um, and the exclusive tech coach uh, blog posts and 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 lots of great stuff you know again this is our first one that we're doing we are looking forward to having probably about 20 25 or so tech coaches and so are you going to be involved we would certainly love to meet you reach out to us teachercast.net slash ask the tech coach mastermind nick next week we have a uh, a popular uh, uh, topic coming up one that we actually got requested recently we we redesigned our teacher cast website last spring and we redesigned our our post called the great ed tech debate where we looked at classroom versus blogger versus wordpress versus google sites versus all these different things and um i gotta tell you that's probably the most popular post that we've ever put out here in our seven years of teacher cast we're going to be looking at that same topic from a different point of view what are we going to be looking at next week 
Yeah, so we're going to be breaking down learning management systems. And it's funny because I just saw this floating through Twitter a few times where people asking, hey, I use Google Classroom, but I want to compare, you know, it to Schoology or, or Edmodo or something different. So we're going to look at three. We're going to break down, which I th probably think are, are some of the more popular ones, uh, Google Classroom, uh, Schoology and Canvas. Uh, you know, what are they? Where do they fit into each other or how do they work specifically um, and how can you teach with it? Uh, and see the you know the the nuances and differences between the three. So check that out. This here is episode number seventeen. Next week, of course, we're going to be doing Nick episode eighteen. Of course, you can check out all the archives over at askthetechcoach.com. We've been doing this now weekly since August. We want to hear from you. We would love it if you guys headed over to iTunes currently now known as Apple Podcasts. Leave us a great review. Of course, you can check out the show on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, and of course, Stitcher Radio and everywhere else you can find podcasts. You can also go on to Twitter at Ask the Tech Coach. Let us know that you're there. We are growing that Twitter feed very rapidly. We want to have you guys join in that conversation. And one last time, guys, don't forget to go over to teachercast.net slash Ask the Tech Coach Mastermind. We're going to be starting up on October 10th, but we want to hear from you guys as soon as possible, because there's a lot of great things that we're going to be doing and getting started before the mastermind starts sign up today with the coupon code tc50 nick we got some great stuff coming up in the next few months absolutely. don't we i'm excited yeah there's some great topics we and this one alone we could keep going <laughs> oh absolutely we want to we, we you know we, we're trying to keep these things so to the length of our drive or yeah. nick uh, half of your drive actually would be because you've got a what you got a four hour drive each way <laughs> yeah hour and a half both ways right one way and an hour and a half back so we want to know what you guys are up to. How's your life going? How is the tech coaching in your school district? What are you guys doing? That is a great way to use our Ask the Tech Coach Mastermind. On behalf of everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury. And I'm Nick Amaral. Reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students.